Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, pride, and control. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the CR Checkup Podcast. I'm so excited to have each and every single one of you here today. My hope is that I got a chance to see you either on Monday night at our Goodyear campus or on Wednesday night at our Buckeye campus. But regardless of whether you showed up to our meetings or you don't even come to our group, maybe you're in a different state or a different country, hey, we love you guys so much and we're so excited that you can join in on the conversations that we started in person at both of our meetings. And right now we're in the middle of our discussion about step five, but we have an extra kind of week this this month. And so we have this opportunity uh, to talk about enjoying the holidays. This is something that we do every November heading into this holiday season. And we're actually dropping this episode a little bit early. So hopefully you guys can catch this as you're getting ready to go out and, and see your family or your friends uh, for Thanksgiving and, and all of the holidays this season. And, and so I hope that uh, this conversation is beneficial to you. Um, We actually started having this conversation at our groups uh, pretty early when we got started, and and it actually started kind of, uh, well, the title of of our conversation was Surviving the Holidays, and that was kind of my mentality uh, when I first got sober and I was in the program was like, man, how can I make it through these holidays? Um, The holiday season wasn't, you know, even birthdays and, and different holidays all throughout the year were always kind of difficult for me. And so when I got into the program, I didn't have this mentality about how I could enjoy the holidays, but rather, um, how can I just make it through them? And over the years, as we kind of developed and how uh, God kind of worked on my heart and in my mind, um, he showed me that I could uh, actually enjoy the holidays, not just make it through them. And so that's the inspiration behind this conversation that we're having. It's going to be a little bit longer today, uh, but I really, really want to get this information out to you because it's been beneficial inside of my life, and I've seen it be beneficial for the the lives of the people around me, um, people who are affected directly by uh, this in my life, but also the, the people that... That I have shared this information with, and they've taken these things and, and applied it and have seen benefit from it. And so that's why we're discussing it here today. And um, usually we, we kind of have like this, this step that we're, we're, that just starts us off a, a starting point. We're, we're not really doing that, but I do have a quote for you guys. And uh, this one comes from Joseph Goldstein. And it says, if we are facing in the right direction, all we have to do is keep on walking. And that's kind of just almost the the meat to, to this whole conversation and to like the, the foundation for how do we enjoy our holidays is first understanding that we've put in some work over the weeks or months or years, whatever it may be, and we're heading in the right direction, even if maybe, uh, you know, the only work that you've done on your recovery or in your life or in your spirituality is you're listening to this podcast today. I believe that uh, you're you're already right here. You're you're facing the right direction because you're doing something intentional in order to try to um, whether you're in the starting point of maybe just trying to survive the holidays or you're enjoying the holidays, or just trying to do something different. I believe simply if all you've done is listen to this podcast, you're doing it right now, then you're already facing in the right direction. And that should be encouraging to you to say, okay, now that I've done something, at least this, I'm in the right direction now. All I got to do is keep on walking. And if I do that, that alone is going to help us survive the holidays. And so now I want to talk about some things uh, that are going to help us enjoy the holidays. And I've got 
four kind of steps here, and uh, they're they're all kind of catchy here. And I've also got um, two proverbs to go with each one of these steps. And the first one is plan purposefully. Plan purposefully. And what we're trying to do here is have a plan for every single thing that we do. In Proverbs 4.26, it says, Give careful thought to the paths of your feet and be steadfast in all of your ways. One thing that's very, very beneficial for me, especially in the holiday season, but and, and all of these things can apply to everyday life, but I think it's especially helpful in our holiday season. Um, but what's helpful for me is that I have a plan for my entire day from evening, beginning until end, that I have everything planned out um, in, in to, to have purpose for the things that I'm doing. And if I, you know, if things kind of go astray or, or if I, you know, kind of things go don't go the way that I want them to be, that's absolutely okay. But the point here is, is being intentional about every single minute in my day. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that I have to be doing something for every single minute of the day. I can say, hey, you know what? Um, from six o'clock, I get home until eight o'clock when I go to bed or nine o'clock, wherever it is, maybe your night out, it's later than that. You're saying, hey, I'm relaxing at this time, okay? So it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have something every single waking moment of your day, but having a plan for it, right? I don't want to be caught off guard by anything, especially if somebody's asking me to do something that I know that I shouldn't be doing. I want to have an answer. Somebody says, hey, John, um, you know, will, will you come in out and do this thing with me? And I think, well, I, I feel like I shouldn't do that but I don't have any plans in place, it can be maybe tempting to say, well, oh, no, sorry, I can't say, well, what are you doing? Uh, I don't know, right? And, and you end up maybe going into that situation. It's always beneficial to have some kind of plan in place as a, a safeguard, right? So I have these plans in every single area of my life. Um, some of the things that are, are especially helpful in this season is, you know, if I'm going to Christmas parties, Thanksgiving, um, you know, end of the year parties, work parties, and all these different kind of things that naturally happen in this time, time of year, um, try not to get dropped off at those events, right? <laughs> especially if I think that uh, there could be some, some event, something going on at that place that I might want to have to bail out from. It's not uh, smart for me to get dropped off or not have a ride or a way out of those places on a moment's notice to be able to break out of there if necessary. And maybe it's not even you know, that they're doing something that uh, is, is unhealthy for me or that I don't like. It could be just that maybe I get emotional. Something kind of comes up. I, I remember something. I'm struggling with a hurt. And in this season, those things are kind of tough. And I'm at that place and I'm, I'm not doing really well. And, and I need to get out of there, but I don't have a ride. Um, that could be kind of a recipe for uh, some trauma or some uh, situations that I don't want to be in. So just that simple thing, making sure that I always have a ride. Um, I'm not being dependent on somebody to pick me up, um, even if it's an Uber, right? Like I, I know that maybe that seems like you have a plan there, um, but anything can kind of go uh, out of out of order in that type of way. So I just encourage you, uh, try to make sure that you have um, something very solid in place that you're not um, kind of relying on somebody or something to get you out of a situation. One thing that's really beneficial for me is bookending my events. And so uh, this is definitely um, important for situations where I feel like maybe I need to go to this place, but I don't think it's the most healthiest. You know, maybe it's a family member and I've, I've decided 
you know what, I'm going to spend some time with him, but you know, this is the max. And uh, once I get to there, you know, I'm going to just try to get out of there. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to wait till I hit my limit and then I'm going to find a way to bug out, right? That's not a really great way to do it, but instead I bookend those things. Maybe it's right before and right after. So, you know, so-and-so wants me to come over to their house for whatever, and they're asking me to come over at five o'clock and I'm saying the max that I can spend with this, this at this place is two hours. So I'm going to make a plan for whatever time up until five so that I, you know, have something that is, is blocking in this time. So I'm not, uh, I, if they ask, you know, can you come over early? Nope. I've got this in place before. And then when I'm there, I can show up and say, Hey, I can only be here for two hours because I have this to do afterwards. Or I can tell them that on the front end. And this is called bookending my events or my responsibilities. And this allows me to have a very set in stone, solid plan for limiting my time in places that I might have a difficulty um, kind of coping with. Now, that being said, I don't necessarily have to have events back to back to back, right? Uh, one of the things that I could be doing is saying, hey, you know what? I have plans um, at 7 o'clock, and so I'm going to have to get out of here by 6.30. And that plan could be, you know, I'm going to go home and, and watch TV with my wife, right? Um, I'm going to go home and um, take a shower or take a bath or, you know, and I don't necessarily have to share those plans, but the fact that I have a plan allows me to have that kind of out and, and, and maybe I don't even end up using it. Maybe I have a great time and I don't need to use that. But the, the point is, is that I'm planning purposefully that way I don't end up in a situation that I don't want to be in. Um, you can bring people in the program or your sponsors or accountability partners. Um, this is another way, especially for those of us who struggle with drugs and alcohol, if we're ending up at parties and, and things, chances are um, a lot of times people are, are, are drinking and, and maybe even doing other things. And so this is a good time. Um, you know, if you've got other buddies in the program and maybe they don't have anything to do, um, this is a great thing to just kind of bring people along to help you stay accountable and not end up in situations that you don't want to be in. Now, all that being said, we're going to prepare the best that we absolutely can. But Proverbs 16, 9 says, In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. So as we are uh, planning and we're preparing all of these things, and uh, we need to have an open heart and an open mind to understand that even though we, we're going to plan all of these things, the Lord might have uh, different plans for us. He might see that uh, we things need to happen a little bit differently and we need to be open in that type of way. And so if we're planning all of these things out, we need to have an open hand with them so that if things go not according to plan, that everything doesn't fall apart. And the best way that we can kind of guard our hearts and to be able to have an open hand with this is actually our next kind of step in this four-step process. And that's prepare prayerfully. Proverbs 15, 29 says, the Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. And so when we're making all of these plans, it's absolutely important to invite God into all of these things, right? And we might not get a clear answer. We say, hey, God, I'm really, I'm, I'm wrestling with whether I'm, I should go to this, this event or not, or see this person or not, or do this thing or not. God, please show me um, what I should do. And we might not actually get that answer that we're, we're seeking for. It might not be clear to us, but we can go to God and we can say, God, this is, you know, this is the decision I'm making. God, please bless it. God, please keep me safe. Please see me through this. 
And, and by inviting God into each one of these situations, when I get into those circumstances, then I'm able to be confident and say, I went to God with this. Maybe it was the right choice. Maybe it was the wrong choice. But regardless, the Lord heard me and he is near me. I can be confident that he's going to see me through this because I've invited him into um, all of my plans. Proverbs 4.23 says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. So by inviting prayer into this, I believe, you know, if I'm uh, making a poor decision, and I go to God and say, hey, God, um, do you think it's okay if maybe I just uh, drink one beer in this season? <laughs> and, you know, if I'm really actually trying to go to God and, and ask him into every area of my life, then I think that, you know, even just saying those things out loud to God, that I'm going to, it's going to be revealed to me that that's not a good idea uh, for me personally, and maybe you too, right? But the whole point of this uh, being a uh, a prayer, uh, preparing prayerfully is that I'm going to guard my heart. I'm going to be surrounded in protection. I'm going to invite God into these situations and I'm going to have confidence that he's guarding me and he's keeping me safe through all of my planning. And then the next thing is proceed positively, proceed positively. Uh, Proverbs 17, 22 says a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. In this season, it can be really, really easy uh, to kind of get that humbug syndrome, right? Where I'm kind of upset with everybody. Everybody seems to be happy and I'm not happy. You know, things aren't the way that I want them to be. And it just frustrates me every time I see people doing the things that maybe I want to be doing or things that I don't want to be doing. And I don't know why they act like that da, 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 and so on and so forth to get negative in the season. And that negativity just perpetuates itself and so on and so forth. And it doesn't allow us to be able to enjoy the holidays. And the whole point of this is, you know, in recovery is not that we would just survive, that we would just, you know, stop doing the things that we sh we feel like we shouldn't be doing or that we should get over these hurts that we've been struggling with or whatever it may be. That's not the, the whole point of this. It's so that we can find joy and to live life to the fullest like Jesus has offered to us. And so in this season... When we're trying to proceed positively, we're going to try to keep a positive attitude. And positivity is, is one of those things that doesn't necessarily happen naturally. Sometimes our circumstances that we're in can make us feel happy, like we're, we're very excited about some things that are going on inside of our life, and that makes us feel like we're happy, and that kind of uh, allows us to be positive about the situations that are going on. But we want our positivity... And our joy to not be based off of outside circumstances and to, in different situations, we want to have that positivity inside of our hearts. We want to find that in the Lord to be able to choose positivity no matter what is going on inside of our life, right? And so if we are actually intentional about doing this, about saying, I'm going to choose positivity inside of my life, then I believe that that's going to at least set us up for success, and the, one of the ways that we can do this is, is to try to focus on trying to be open, accepting, and positive. Open, accepting, and positive. So anything that we face, we're going to try to keep this inside of our minds rolling around. I'm trying to be open, accepting, and positive of everything that comes my way. And now this isn't to just try to be numb and not experience emotions and, and just to, you know, not regard any of the things that are going on inside of my life. No, that's not the point. 
I'm going to maybe have some difficulties. I'm, I might need to mourn some things. I might be sad or, or, or mad. Or, and that's okay. We can experience all of those emotions. But we don't want to just be, you know, at the mercy of our emotions. We want to try to choose positivity and choose joy in this season. And we don't want to surrender those things so easily. And so uh, the next proverb is Proverbs 3, 6. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. One of the things that we were talking about in group is something that I heard very on inside of my recovery was somebody said, hey, before any decision that you make, try to think about everything you know to be true about God and see if that doesn't change the circumstances, if it doesn't change your decision, if it doesn't change your attitude. And some of us might feel like, man, that seems like a really huge task. How can I do that? It's so hard to be a Christian. It's so hard to follow all of these morals and these guidelines and to choose the right thing and to not do the wrong thing. And yes, that it, it is difficult. I'm not going to act like it's not. But it actually is really simple if I would just take two seconds and try to do this thing. Think about the things that I know to be true about God. And I believe that if we actually do that, we just take that two seconds. The first thing that pops up into our mind about who God is, this thing that I know to be true about him, then I believe that that will affect our decisions, that it will affect our moods. It will affect our attitudes, that we're going to be able to choose positivity, that we're going to know that God is with us, that we're acknowledging him. And through that acknowledgement, he will make our paths straight. And I think so oftentimes we forfeit this, like immediately thinking that it's going to be too difficult. I can't do that. It's ridiculous. You know, I, I don't have the time to do these things. Um, but in reality, it's not that complicated and it doesn't take that much time because if we really, really try to acknowledge him in just a really intentional way, not that I have to sit down and get into, you know, cross-legged, um, formation and try to meditate on him for hours and hours and hours. But simply if I acknowledge him, that I mean, that's just giving him a thought, giving him a second in a time of my day, then I believe that he will reveal himself to us and that we will be able to have our paths guided straight. And the last thing here is pursue persistently. Proverbs 25, 15 says, through, uh, through patience, a ruler can be persuaded and a gentle tongue can break a bone. And simply here, the message is don't give up. Just keep on going. Like we said in the beginning of this, if we're heading in the right direction, we're already facing in the right direction. All that we have to do is keep on moving forward. And this is, uh, we're going to take all of these things that we just talked about and give it our best effort and just try to take the things that we've learned in the season and move forward. And again, if we simply just stay the course, if we don't do anything other than just try to stay on track, then I believe that we're going to be able to survive the holidays. But some of the things that we talked about here are going to allow us to not only survive these hol this holiday season, but actually go above and beyond and to be able to enjoy it. And so there's some things that we can do uh, to, to safeguard that. Some of the things that we talked about, um, one of the big things I think is not rationalizing and not making decisions on the fly, having those plans and, and joining God in prayer about those things. Um, one of the beautiful things I think about Thanksgiving is that we have some time to reflect and we could think about what the program has done for us, what God has done for us, and let that compel us to be of service 
that we can, you know, have that be a reminder to avoid risks, to not end up in situations that we shouldn't be in, that we can take care of ourselves and that we can stay focused on what is true and what is good and what is righteous and acknowledging God in all of the things that we do and allowing him to guide our paths. Proverbs 16:17 says the highway of the upright avoids evil those who guard their ways preserve their lives. So honestly in in all of these cases um, most of us would just love to not have to deal with any unfortunate circumstances. We hope that we get to get through this entire holiday season, that nothing would come up, that we, everybody would be healthy, that we wouldn't have any struggles, that everything would just go so perfect. But in reality, that's just not the case. That, that's not necessarily what God is inviting us into. In his word, it says that God blesses those who patiently endure trials in his name. So the point of all of this is not that we would just skate through the holidays without anything unfortunate happening, but that we would guard our hearts, that we would use our program, that we would choose joy in all circumstances, that we would be able to show what God has done inside of our lives. And not only are we going to be excited and show um, happiness and to show joy in the good things, but also in the things that um, maybe aren't as enjoyable. So remember that he loves you. Remember that he cares about you and that he is with you always, that you don't have to go th through this alone and that you have this Celebrate Recovery family to face anything that comes up in this season. So use your phone, use the groups. We're always open on the holiday seasons on our Monday and Wednesday groups. We never close down, especially through the holidays. And there's tons of meetings all over Maybe you're not in Arizona, you're in a different state, there's meetings all over the world. And so if you're struggling, make sure to hit up a meeting. The last thing that I wanted to mention with you guys, we've talked about this before, but I just want to bring it up um, just for this season, is the HALT method. And HALT, H-A-L-T, stands for Hungry, Angry, Lonely, Tired. And what we do with the HALT method is we say, before I make any decisions, I'm going to HALT before I take action. And I'm going to ask myself these four questions. Am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Or am I tired? And if I answer yes to one of those questions, then I want to address that before I make these decisions. So on the front end of it, hungry, right? Everybody knows um, hangriness, you know, um, some, I mean, definitely, uh, if I'm hungry, if I'm really, if I need some food, so physically, um, that alters my emotions, that alters the way that I make decisions and my attitude. And so that's very simple. I can eat some food and that helps me deal with the situations in a more healthy understanding. Um, hungry can also be like spiritually or emotionally. And so I can address those things. Am I feeling like I have, I skip my, my morning time with, with God. I haven't, you know, talked to my spouse or to my family. Am I missing out on those types of things? Am I feeling hungry emotionally or spiritually or relationally? Um, angry, right? This can be uh, very, you know, blunt, right? Am I, am I upset about something uh, that I just heard and I'm, I'm reacting off of that emotion right now? Or am I angry about something that happened early in the day and I'm carrying it into this situation? I need to address that in order for me to handle situations properly. Am I lonely? Again, this can be relationally, this can be emotionally, this can be spiritually. Am I feeling lonely in any type of way if I'm, you know, missing uh, my time with God or I'm missing my time with my uh, different types of relationships and I can um, 
address that and so that I can uh, deal with my emotions in an appropriate way. And of course, the last one, I heard this a lot this past couple of weeks, um, tired, um, you just need a nap because you aren't acting um, appropriate, right? And so especially in this season where we've got tons of things going on, or many of us have a lot of things going on, um, it can be really easy uh, to be, get overworked and to allow that tiredness to affect our emotions and to affect our decision making. And so maybe we just need to take a moment to just close our eyes. We can meditate and pray to God and ask him to give, it, give us an abundance. Or maybe we have the opportunity to take a nap or maybe we just need to get to bed a little bit earlier. Whatever it may be, we can ask ourselves these questions and to make these uh, decisions to answer these questions so that we can handle each situation that we get into in a more healthier way. So I know this is a, a whole ton of information. I really wanted to try to get this out to you guys before Thanksgiving. Um, and so I hope that you guys enjoy this. Let me know if any of these things were beneficial to you. And uh, let me know if you have questions about this. I love you guys so much. I hope that you have a great holiday season. We're praying for you. We're thinking about you. And just know that God's got you. He's got your back. And his, his hope and his joy would be that you would enjoy this holiday season and enjoy life in general. And so I love you guys so much. And until next time, keep coming back. Checkup Podcast. This podcast is meant to start conversations, not end them. So we encourage you to continue having conversations wherever you're at. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. You can also reach us by emailing recovery at palmvalley.org.